right. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Student Advocates Podcast. Um, today we have for you a podcast about time management. Um, we're going to go over a few things today. We're going to go out of, uh, we're going to go over how to prioritize your time and uh, make the most out of it. We're going to go over how to budget your social life amongst everything else in a busy college life. And then we're going to go over um, how to get away from procrastination and really just trying to get, make the most of your time. Um, but before we get into that, uh, first, we're going to introduce ourselves. So my name is Jack. Um, I'm a senior with the Student Advocates. Um, I'm a phys ed major. And this is my third year um, in this program with the Student Advocates. And I have two others with me. I have Ari and Pat. So I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Ariana, or Ari, as some people call me. Um, I'm a PT major. This is my second year in the Student Advocates, and I'm a junior. Hi, I'm Pat. I'm a junior here at Springfield College. I'm in the Applied Exercise Science major, and this is my second year as a student advocate. All right, so getting right into it. First up, we're going to talk about prioritizing tasks. So you two have got to be some of the busiest people I know here at Springfield with with your athletics, your academics, and all the clubs and organizations you're a part of. So I guess what I'm asking you guys is how do you prioritize the different tasks that you have? Yeah, so when I think about it, um, a lot of times what helps me is I, I'll write down all the things that I think I have to do, and then I will go back on a new sheet of paper and write down what I think is the most important to do. Um, so that just kind of helps me, especially with homework, um, it just helps me actually get stuff done when I can look at something and cross it out after I've done it. Um, it just helps me know, okay, I have to get this done before I can do anything else. Same thing as kind of prioritizing stuff. Um, and that just helps with a busy schedule because you know exactly what you have to do and when you have to do it by. You know, you can't do anything else before you do that one thing. And then you just slowly, it's like snowballs and you slowly roll until you get everything done. You know, I don't know, Ari, if you have a different way of doing things or anything like that, but that's just kind of how I do it. Yeah, I feel like that for me, I like to try to make use of the small gaps of free time I have. So say that I have like two hours between practice and something else that I have to do that night. I'll think of what can I fit into those two hours and kind of make a goal for myself. So I kind of chunk out my work and get things done that way. Going off of that. Uh, how would you guys, how do you guys prioritize your role as a student compared to your role on your teams or your role in your clubs on campus? So it's definitely uh, difficult, especially if you have a um, bigger role in off-campus things. Um, if you're a leader of a club or a sports team or something like that, it could definitely get challenging um, because you just don't have enough time to do everything and you're spread thin. Um, but, but that's kind of, you know, that will kill you in a sense if you spread yourself too thin. Um, so it's really about figuring out not necessarily what's the most important because it, like in my case and in Ari's case, we're both student athletes. So obviously student comes first, but you do have to figure out, you know, I am part of a team. I made this commitment. I have to be there for the team while still managing good grades and stuff like that. So it's definitely challenging. But if you stay on top of your time and you really organize well and understand exactly what you have to do, it becomes a lot easier to do. I'm not saying that it's not hard because it is, but um, it's definitely manageable. And it's definitely doable for sure. Yeah, I'd say that no one really could say it better than that. But 
One really big important thing for me, I guess, is learning how to say no. I feel like a lot of people, like it can be hard to say no when there's so many opportunities, especially when you're at a place like Springfield College where there's so many things that I want to be involved in, but I can't necessarily fit all of those into my schedule. So kind of prioritizing what do I, what's really going to contribute to my future and what is something that I really want to do compared to what am I doing just to fit in or just because my friends are doing it um and learning to say no if I can't fit something into my schedule um especially during the busier times of year I know making this podcast it was we all pushed it away um for weeks we're actually three weeks late recording this and you know we all just were honest we were like we couldn't fit this into our schedule we had recording problems um but just getting it done if there's something that you really want to do there's you can always work around it figure out a time um yeah yeah I also think to go off what you said Ari the biggest thing is like talking to people um especially professors coaches people like that um supervisors bosses like people understand how busy you are because most times they are also busy so um, a huge thing I think is grossly underrated is just reaching out and telling people like I am swamped right now so I have to push this off it's not that I don't want to do it or that I can't get it done but I just need an extra minute or an extra day like I, I don't think that's bad in any way and some people might tell you no I'm sorry I need this by this date and that's fine you just have to work around it and move things around to get the best out of it or to get what you want out of it um so I think that's a really good insight from you Ari yeah going off of that Jack uh in terms of realizing that you can't do everything in one night how would you guys uh, or what tips would you guys give for managing deadlines in terms of academics or maybe things you need to get done for a sports team so I know for me I am a freak about my calendar. All my friends will tell you, I like, this thing is like the last thing that gets packed in my car because I don't want it to get folded or wrinkled or anything when I go home <laughs> vacation or when I bring it back to school. And it's got every deadline on it. And it's just like, it keeps me sane. When I go to the, even sometimes when I go to the library to get work done, I have to take a picture of my calendar before I go because I'm like, like I don't know what to do when and what I should do if I don't have my calendar in front of me. So like, it's just, it's whatever, if it's whatever works for you. Just, you just have to try things out and test things out. Um, I know some people put up like the little post-it note on their laptop and they just say what they have to do for the week, what's due when, and that's how they can stay on top of it. For me, the calendar works great, but it's really just testing and trying different things until you find a way that you can stay on top of it. Yeah, I'd say that personally, I'm a little bit more I'm a little bit different. Um, things like paper type writing stuff down for me doesn't necessarily really work because I'm very disorganized and I lose things very easily. But I use an, um, I think it's a website on my computer called My Homework. This is no ad. Um, there, there's no ad for this. It's just something that I found online. It's a free website that I use. And it, I put all of my deadlines in for the semester and then I can check off when I do work um, and you can organize it by class. So that's really helpful for me in terms of deadlines, but everyone's different. Like you have to find what works for you. 
Um, some people might like the calendar method. Some people might like to use planners. I know some people put everything in on Google Calendar. A lot of professors and clubs will use Google Calendar. So that can be helpful when you wanna put in when you're available at certain times. Um, but it really is a personal type thing. The Student Advocates for Wellness are now offering our contactless condom program. Springfield College students can receive free condoms in discreet, unmarked packaging delivered straight to their door. All you have to do is go to our Instagram at SC underscore student advocates, click the link in our bio, and fill out a Google form telling us your name, dorm, and room number, and the condoms will come straight to your door. Once again, that's at SC underscore student advocates. And always remember, we come faster than you do. All right. So next up, Ari's going to take us through budgeting a social life. Yeah, so as important as it is to study and be on top of your work, get good grades, try to meet all of those deadlines, just as we talked about, it's also a big aspect of college to get to know more people, have a social life. And a big part of this is learning what's right for you. So for some people, they know that they're a morning or a night person and they want to get all of their work done in the morning. Like me, this is me. Um, <laughs> they want to get all of their work done in the morning and then they want to hang out with friends at night and then they have their set bedtime and they go to bed and they wake up in the morning. For some people, this is totally different. They want to stay up until 4 a.m. and that's their best work hours and then they hang out with friends the entirety of the next day. So Jack and Pat, what types of things have you guys done to manage having a social life and staying on top of your studies? Yeah, so for me, I'm kind of the same way as you, Ari. I'm a big morning person. Um, I like to get up early, um, but I'm also lucky because I've known that's how I've been for a while. Um, I picked a career path in education that I'm going to have to get up early my whole life, um, and I know that that's what I want to do, but while in college, I realized that there's some times that I'm going to have to sacrifice that to do what, um, you know, what my friends do. I don't want to miss out on the social occasion because, um, you know, because I want to go to bed early all the time. So it's also understanding that there might be things that you have to give up in order to have a social life. So I'm not saying you shouldn't do schoolwork because uh, I think even with what I just said, I always prioritize my schoolwork. Um, and it just makes me prioritize it a little bit more. I understand that, okay, if I want to stay up with my friends and have a great time and make memories and best friends like everybody wants to do, then I have to be on top of my stuff. But somebody who doesn't want the social aspect, it's not as much. It's not as important to stay on top of your schoolwork. You can spread it out a little bit more. But for myself, I know when it's time to sit down and do work, I have to do the work because I want to give myself the freedom to do other stuff later. So like, that's how I kind of learned more about myself throughout college is when I sit down to do stuff, I need to get it done because I want to have the freedom to go do whatever I want to do later. And some people don't have that. Some people want to spread it out and do it other ways. It's completely fine. That's just the way I do it. So Pat, how about you? Yeah. So I got a, I got a little bit of a different story from the two of you. And I, I thought I was a morning person pretty much my entire life until I got to college. And I don't know what about it, but I was living on my own with a roommate, all these new people my age. Waking up early kind of fell far on my, fell, fell far down on my list of priorities. So it definitely took me some time to figure out the best choices for me. 
And uh, once I did, I found out that I worked best by myself in a quiet place, started going to the library alone. And that really helped me to stay on top of my schoolwork while also making time for friends. Yeah, and I think that it's important to realize that in college, every day looks different. For some of us, we have 8 a.m.s on some days and on other days, we don't start class until the afternoon. So learning that each semester, you might need to adjust your schedule. For example, this semester, I don't start class until 10 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So I know that I can stay up a little bit later with my friends on Tuesday and Thursday. And I know that I can get that little extra leeway time to sleep in a little bit later because I know that I made my schedule this way. So that's just something to keep in mind when you're making your schedule, when you're planning things out, um, is giving yourself those little gaps and realizing where they are and what you can do to make the most, the best use of them. Um, so continuing on with what you guys have said, how do you guys know when something's too much? Have there been any examples of when things have gotten to be too much? I know Jack, you're a senior now and kind of looking back into your college career, like is there anything you would have done differently when you're talking about balancing your social and school life? Any stories that really came? So, so yeah, uh, first thing that pops into my mind, I was actually talking about the other day because popped up in my Snapchat memories was one time freshman year around this time, like maybe like a week or two out from finals, like my whole floor, we were a little bit crazy, decided to stay up like the entire night. Like literally we're in the common room from like 6 p.m. to 5 a.m. <laughs> yes. Yep. Sounds like a typical freshman to do, freshman thing to do. Um, but we stayed up the whole night and I had 8 a.m. swimming. And so I like took a power nap from like 5 a.m. to 6 a.m., woke back up, took a shower and had to do the whole day because it was like right near finals week. So I don't think it's necessarily that I wouldn't do it again because it was like a great memory, but like I was very lucky that I got everything out of the way because there was some of my other uh, like roommates and people that lived on the floor that didn't have stuff out of the way and had stuff that they needed to do and were just too like too into hanging out with the group that they didn't realize like oh man I have a project to do or a paper to write and now I'm running off of an hour of sleep and I have to write the paper like for me I went to 8 a.m swimming and then I turned around and said okay I have no work to do I'll, maybe I'll do a little bit later but I could go sleep the rest of the day it's exactly what I did I went back to my room and I slept the whole day away so did everybody else so then they woke up and said holy crap I got a paper to write it's due by tonight like so so it's just you know I, I wouldn't say for me there's nothing that I would regret and and take back but there's definitely some stuff that like in hindsight I would have wished that I didn't you know procrastinate and wait and I would have just gotten stuff out of the way so I wouldn't have to worry about it later so I can enjoy myself. Yeah, I, I agree with that, Jack. There's definitely been some moments here where I've chosen staying out with other people rather than going back and doing my own work. But it's not necessarily that I would regret those things because memories are always awesome. But it is important to remember that people are going to do things without you and stuff is going to happen in the world around you whether you're there or not. And no one's 
going to get mad at you for going to bed early if you have that 8 a.m. exam or that 8 a.m. swim class because that's what's best for you. Absolutely, 100%. And it's, it's, it will pay off in the long run if you do stuff that's better for you. Of course. Like, there's going to be people that will 100% always be like, no, just stay out, just stay out, oh, just come out. If you have work to do, you're going to be much happier that you did the work and you'll find another time to stay out. Like there's always going to be people that want to stay up late and hang out, but you have to find the right time for you. It's the same thing that we talked about just before that Ari, you mentioned, you know, knowing what's best for you. You have to know your limits and when you can do what you want to do. Can't be, can't do what you want to do all the time. Otherwise you wouldn't be in college. Yeah. And I think that a lot of us, or at least, I don't know about you guys, um, but at least like some of the girls that I know, we have a lot of FOMO you know, fear of missing out. Um, and I tend to get that a lot, but I feel like exactly what Pat said, you got to just realize you're going to miss out on some things. If you want to be, get those good grades, you're going to miss out. But there's also things like, for example, it snowed today. Like a big thing at Springfield college is like, we all go sledding at like midnight and that's what it snows every, whatever, like twice a semester. So like doing those things that you're going to look back and you're going to be like, wow, I really had a lot of fun with that is extremely important in terms of just keeping your mental health, your all aspects of health, all in good condition during your college years. So I know Jack, you just touched upon procrastination, but we're going to go into our last part, um, talking about procrastinating and trying to limit all of those distractions and really focus in on your work so that you can go do those fun things so that you can stay up all night in your freshman dorm in Gulick with your best buds or you can go sledding in the middle of the night so that you can do those things and not have to feel the dread of it the next day. Yes, for sure. So uh, procrastination has always been a big problem for me. Um, I walk in my room and a lot of times I catch myself the first thing I do is like turn on a video game or open Netflix like just to have a screen open and then the second I see a moment to escape to it I go um so it's gotten really hard but like I want to hear from you too so like Pat and Ari how do you guys limit your distractions to try to keep from procrastinating so in terms of distractions, I mean, there are a lot. Uh, I'm probably like the same as you, Jack. As soon as I get back to room, I'm back to my room, I'm popping something on a screen, whatever it is, my phone. And it's hard to get away from that. But I think sometimes it's important to sort of remove those things from the equation. So whether it's like putting your phone down for a sec or maybe even not even staying in your room, going to the library or the union to study, just so that you're not locked down with all those distractions and no one to stop you from doing them. Yeah, I think that for me, I'm obsessed with TikTok. And every time that I have a free moment, I'll just be like scrolling through TikTok, not even for any reason, just scrolling through TikTok because I'm bored and don't want to do my homework. Um, but one thing that's helped really helped for me this semester is I kind of schedule my time out. So I'll say, 45 minutes of homework, or I get one page of my paper done, then I can go on TikTok for five minutes. And that's just kind of what I need for myself. Some people need to put the phone away completely and get the entire paper done. But I am a person that I need to 
get up, go on TikTok, have something else distracting me for just a couple of minutes and then get back to the paper. Um, again, it's finding what works for you just as we brought up within all the other things that we talked about in this episode. Um, different people are gonna be different, but that's what has helped me. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, I think obviously our phones are number one distractions. Um, and putting it away can be extremely hard. So I have learned throughout my four years that there's this awesome thing on an iPhone um, that's called screen time. Uh, so you can go and look at how much screen time you have. Not only is it shocking when you actually look at it, but you can set uh, like limits for yourself. So my TikTok right now, Ari, because I'm the same way as you, is set to like an hour. So like I wake up, and you know um, maybe on my way to class I'll watch like five minutes of it and then in the midst of procrastinating I watch 45 minutes of it and then all of a sudden it cuts me off it's like it says like that's it your screen time's up for today and obviously like you could bypass it but it's a it's just like a signal like oh I have to do work like I'm supposed to be doing something right now so I'll set screen time at limits for a lot of my apps and on days that I have off or nothing to do, I just bypass it. It's no big deal. I can go on my phone those days. Um, but I'm definitely also, the way you talked about somebody, the person that I, I'll put my phone in my draw. I'll leave it at home and go to the library. Like I need to be away from it because as soon as I hear it buzz or I think I hear it buzz, I'm like, oh, I should probably check that. What's my mom? What's my dad? And then I get lost on a tangent. And before you know it, 45 minutes into my phone instead of 45 minutes into homework. Um, so yeah, definitely good points you both brought up. Yeah, and I think that, um, sorry, but no, <laughs> I think that a big thing for me in terms of getting that signal to like turn off and get back to work is I often like to study with a friend because they can definitely just like, they can tell when I'm getting distracted and be like, Ariana, get back to work. I know some people that doesn't work for everyone. You kind of have to have, like, I have a good couple friends that I know that I can study with and I know that we'll keep each other on task. But there's also some friends that I know if I go to the library with them, we are not getting one ounce of homework done. So you kind of have to try to find those friends that will be like, okay, get off your phone. Let's get back to working on our project or like stop online shopping and get back to um, whatever you have to do. So I think that definitely it's some, for some people, it can be really good to study with friends. I know, Pat, you said that you shut yourself in your room alone, and that's how you combat all of the distraction. But for me, I kind of need that person to be like, stop it. Because, you know, you can't bypass that TikTok thing that tells you to stop going on it. Um, so, yeah. All right. So real quick before we finish, um, I just want to ask you both one question. So in the midst of, you know, Right now we're recording this during finals week, but it may not come out until next semester. So in, in the midst of all this stuff, what is your number one best um, break time relaxation tip? Like what is your number one thing that you do where in between doing homework um, and a super busy day, maybe that you take a break that isn't procrastinating something else? So it could be, you know, I read for five minutes or I read 10 pages just to relax my mind or I go take a nap or like, what is your number one thing that is like a refresher? Like every time you do it, you're ready to do the next thing. Honestly, this one is, this one is kind of a simple one, but it's just going outside, taking a walk. 
I feel like we all, all of us are guilty of just getting lost in our screens, just feeling like there's no, there's nothing but what's right in front of us. And it's just important to remember that you can go outside and see the world kind of grounds you, grounds me at least. Just remember what I'm doing, like why I'm here, what it's all for, stuff like that. 100%. How about you, Ari? Pat took my number one. I should have <laughs> gone first. Um, but that was kind of obvious for me. I mean, I'm a runner here, so I running is something that really relaxes me. I even still will get out and take a walk or exercise on my off days just because it's something that I need to help me focus. Um, and the outdoors, even in the winter, it really just helped ground me. I'm in my room right now with my window shut, the heat's on. Um, I want to go for a walk right now, even though it's in the dark. I do go for some night track walks. Those also are super helpful. <laughs> um, but my number two tip since track, since Pat took my, not track, Pat took my number one is I really like to bake. I know this is kind of weird, um, but when I bake things, it really de-stresses me. Um, and then it gives me a snack that I can eat while I'm studying. So that's if I have a little bit more time, like a 30 minute gap, I'll go like pop some cookies in the oven. Um, but again, like that's what works for me. Some people baking is stressful, but. hundred yeah. percent. It's about what's known what's best for you. And both of those are really good things that you can take a break, reset your mind and, and refocus, you know, understand that that you may be busy with school and your life may be hectic and you got things to do, but at least you could take five, 10, 15, 30 minutes to relax, reset, unwind, and then get into the next thing. You know, it doesn't have to be go, go, go. You gotta, as cheesy as it sounds, stop and smell the roses every once in a while. Like Pat said, go outside, just realize, you know, we're on a floating spinning rock, you know? So, uh, so definitely a uh, good tips. Um, I think that's all we got. So thank you everyone for listening. Um, anyone else got anything or are we out I think we're good yes. All right. follow we're us on here. Instagram at SE underscore student advocates um, we hope you all enjoyed this might come out during winter break we don't know when you'll be listening but it's good to listen to anytime share it with your friends share it with your classmates share it with your homework buddy right now at the library that might not be focusing on their work <laughs> Thank you.